2: What's up everybody? Welcome to the State of Wild episode 153, a regular YouTube video web series podcast thingy. My name is Meowth, and as usual, I'm joined by two good friends and co-host Raffle and Corbett. Guys, we're recording this on Halloween here in the US. Uh and for all the tricks that Blizzard has played on played on us uh with Twist and Wild Balance, at least we have the treat of a bunch of new cards to talk about today. How are y'all?
1: Yeah, like we've seen almost all of the cards at this point. There's only a few classes remaining, so you can come here for your totally accurate and never uh, off-base predictions as to which cards will be good. Not only in wild, but in whatever format it is you're playing.
0: Uh, The self-centered Americans were talking about their American holidays, and uh, I don't know what you're talking about. What is this Halloween nonsense? Do
2: you You guys actually not have Halloween over there?
0: Uh, Like, kind of? Like it's it's starting to pick up a little bit over the last like decade or two but i mean you don't see kids going around the street you don't see all that we didn't have a single kid like rock up looking for candy or anything so they, pretty
1: american yeah it, they must celebrate on like um october 13th be, just because everything's upside down there
0: oh flipped yeah <laughs> yeah that must be it i must have not got, gotten the go yeah, you missed it this year sorry
1: all
2: right, enough Halloween talk. We have a billion cards to talk about. So let's uh, let's just go ahead and dive on into that before this episode ends up taking three hours. Um, so let's we're going to just go in alphabetical order. Let's talk about Demon Hunter. Um, so Demon Hunter getting some uh, some spell slash Naga support. Um, so again, Demon Hunter stealing other things from other classes, right? Sold death battles from Hunter, stealing Naga stuff from Mage. Um, let's just go in order here. Let's start with uh, Oasis Outlaws. This is a one-mana spell that says, discover a Naga. If you've played a Naga while holding this, reduce its cost by one. So I'm assuming it's reducing the cost of the Naga you discover and not the actual spell. Um, I mean, this is just the next in the long, never-ending line of one mana discover a blank spells. Uh, that being said, Nagas are a lot smaller, uh, you know, uh, of a pool than everything else in Wild. So does that change maybe how playable these are, which is usually not playable at all?
1: There are a lot of really bad Nagas still. Like, I, I think that the The Naga pool is ever expanding, and um it's not like you can get a spite lash siren or anything off of this, so I think this is um potentially a card for for mage when they discover it off of like the prismatic Elemental or something but um you can get some of the mage class legendaries i I think that oh, there are a lot of really bad Nagas is my concern here, and that's like.
0: Yeah, um, not, not great. Uh, I mean, there's obviously one particular synergy that it's kind of useful with, uh, which we'll get to down the road, but kind of like as a standalone card, no, very, very bad.
2: Yeah. Does this get a lot better when they unearth all of those Nagas that got like Zatheno and uh, all that and Predation? No, no, <laughs>
0: no, it really doesn't. It really doesn't because, like, we- we've seen these effects and, um, they're not good <laughs> like, like that needs to be like a pretty specific reason to be to be playing it like the outcast one is pretty solid because outcast cards are doing a little better and there's a lot of outcast synergy nature studies is barely a thing which is kind of just like because it's double discounting on like arcane giants but yeah like uh, discover a naga just cost by one i mean without the class bonus ah oh, the class bonus um then it,
2: it's just kind of not a playable card really R.I.P. Class Bonus, bring it back, Blizzard. Um, let's talk about some more of the Naga spell, uh, Naga support. Um, we have Parched Desperado, two mana, three two Naga uh, battle cry. If you've cast a spell while holding this, give your hero plus three attack this turn. Two mana, three two Naga plus three attack. I mean, I don't really know that we're gonna see a Naga deck in, in the wild format, but for standard and anything that wants to play Nagas and Demon Hunter seems not bad. Also, Quest question mark?
1: Yeah. I think this is just, like, this is probably one of the higher-end naga's that you can generate, like, off of a discover effect like we just talked about. Um, it's maybe not, like, top tier and maybe not something you want to be adding to your deck, but it's just, like, a fine card. It's it's similar to the uh, the mage two-mana siren that, like, discovers a spell if you uh, played a spell. Like, that's just... Kind of a good, you you run it if you need a Naga to fill out your deck, uh, but that's about it.
0: Yeah, uh, Desperado, like, super efficient, right? Like, two mana, three, two, compares really fairly to something like Defias Leper. Um, card's, like, super strong. Um, I don't know, like, if we keep getting Naga cards, then great. Uh, but, I mean it's uh, like death, demon Hunter is always like in the same zone as death knight where it's hard for me to get super excited about cards that are even like standalone very very strong just because they're they're very very pigeonholed in what they can do um funnily enough there's probably a third class at this point where i'm kind of feeling in the same boat but um yeah we'll see but yeah i mean cards are really really strongly just compared to like Fires.
2: yeah well defyre's lever feels not great even in something like agri-priest I don't know uh,
0: i disagree i uh-huh. disagree on that one i
2: don't know what the stats say but i'm never happy uh because they maybe it's just because they never have the spell in hand um uh, skill all right. issue yeah skill uh, issue very yeah. true all right let's talk about one of the main reasons that you might want to be playing nagas at least in standard uh and that is blind eye sharpshooter uh three mana one five naga after you play a naga deal two damage to a random enemy and draw a spell and then it switches so then after you play a spell it deals two damage to a random enemy and then draws a naga Guys, I feel like we've seen this card before in a in a different class. Um, Spite Lash Siren 2.0, which means this card's gonna get nerfed like fourteen times, like that card did. So,
1: um, it doesn't cheat mana though, so you can't like necessarily chain it quite in the same way that you could with, uh, with a with the Spite Lash Siren, right? So, I I think it has some potential just as like a pretty decent payoff card, but I don't think it has the same. Like, I don't know. There are two things that are a problem with Naga decks in Wild. First, the low-quality Nagas. Second, like, the issues of board space. And this one presents another issue in that, like, your mana limited more than you are for um, Spite Lash Siren. So, well, you can get 14 damage off of this card until your board is full, unless you start, like, um, killing off your own minions.
0: I mean, you can do more than 14, right? Because you get two damage for the Naga and then two damage oh, right, for the right, right, spell. Right. So, so, so it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it can get, like, pretty much no um, The There's kind of, like, things you can do where you can, like, preload. Like, obviously the, the synergy that I'm thinking about is Questline, right? Um you, you preload the first quest stage with a whole bunch of discounts, and then you play this, you play out those discounted cards, you keep roaring, and then your quest will proc, and then those cards all go to zero, and then you just keep playing stuff, and you keep doing things until they die. Um, I don't know. It, it's close. Like It's kind of like a Lunar and a Flame Waker in one card. It's just missing the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Now, is Questline a Sorcerer's Apprentice? Kinda, like, y- you have Vicious, you have Mistake, like, you have these good one-mana Nagas, which is what you're really looking for. You can even do cute things like Dispose of Evidence, so, like, you can draw a Naga, shuffle it back in, then get it back, and, like, it, like that, that can be a nice way to kind of, like, keep going if you start running out of Nagas and stuff, but, um... Probably not quite there yet. Like, very close, I think. I think it'll be a fun thing to try, but compared to just playing a whole bunch of Brutes and Wallopers and Mana Burn... One of those does seem stronger than the other, just
2: just just a little bit, just a little bit. Um. All right, we have uh, one more Naga synergistic card here. Uh, in Load the Chamber. Uh, so it's a three mana fell spell. So important for Jace. Um, three mana deal two damage. Your next Naga fell and weapon each cost one less. Um, so a little bit of the it feels like siphon. What is the siphon mana? Kind of style of card where you want to play this on three in order to help prep your pop off turns um is this i mean playable in something like the the
1: spell j stacks no no i think you really not only want but need to get like all three uh cost reductions for this to be worthwhile and you're probably not running a naga in your j stack and you're probably not even running weapons in your j stack to like um really ensure the the fell so yeah nah. yeah. I think it's
0: I think it's real bad just like comparing it to things like even like palm reading or something like this has to be two mana right this have to be two mana so that way you could coin the uh, you could curve the glaive tar yeah.
2: alright and then we do have a legendary naga but it doesn't really have anything to do with kind of the naga synergistic cards um, it is a three mana two three battle cry roll two dice then discover two cards of those cost if you roll doubles you get an extra discover um so this is snake eyes uh so essentially kind of just does what the the card says you'll you'll roll two dice and then if you roll like a one and a two you discover a random one card uh not a random i guess you're discovering you discover a one cost card discover a two cost card whole caveat of you know we we play wild (laughs) you know uh discovering random cards uh from the entire pool of one drops does not seem super great um also value in wild in 2023 so as cool as this card kind of seems kind of rolling dice in our stone don't think it's ever gonna see play outside of
1: like you know for fun <laughs> builds of reno demon hunter i was gonna say it could be fun in a fun or in like a reno demon hunter but like even a reno demon hunter i think wants to play pretty close to like a reno hunter where it just wants to get him and uh, this card does not get them
0: um yeah snake guy seems pretty bad um rolling expensive discovers seems bad and um about half the time
1: you're gonna get expensive (laughs) discoveries. i mean rolling low cost discoveries also seems bad though (laughs) yeah discovering
2: trash one drops from the history of hearthstone does not seem like what i want with this card
1: yeah
0: i mean
2: yeah (laughs) i got i
0: got nothing (laughs) good talk
2: good talk yeah (laughs) All right, so uh, let's pivot back. Uh, let's go to Bartendo Bot. Uh, we've got a two mana three one Mech Battle Cry, draw an Outcast card, and slide it to the left side of your hand. So it immediately puts it in an Outcast position. This seems really, really good in something like Quest Demon Hunter. Uh, you could even potentially pare down the specific Outcast cards that you are playing, so that you're kind of guaranteed to hit uh, some of some of the good stuff. So I don't know. Uh, am i, I mean, am i wrong in thinking about this as just being playable in questline demon hunter or just being playable in general like outside of that
1: no i i think it's reasonable like for two reasons first of all we've seen a card do something very similar that saw play in double jump and it was like a good card yes it costs one mana less but you do get a body associated with this another important aspect of this is compared to something like illidari studies or even double jump is that you play it on curve without any concern for like outcast positioning because it goes to the left it remains in the outcast positioning so you can just like tempo this out at any point where you don't have like this awkward like do i float mana or do i and hold this so that i can like ensure it gets outcast or do i play it now so that i can use all my mana because using mana is good so um it uh yeah it's it seems like it has the potential to be quite good in those types of decks um, just because of that reason.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think players in general probably overrate, like, the this kind of stat line on drawer card for two mana. Um, like, they're usually not as good as you would expect, but, I mean, this one's still solid. Like, there's, there's a lot of benefit to putting the outcast cards on the, you know, on the left side of the hand. So, um, yeah, like better than obviously like star scryer or something and probably better than i don't know the the aggressive stat line i, I also really like in demon hunter in particular so um yeah uh very very solid card i think
2: yeah agree with you guys all right uh next up we have pocket sand which is next in the line of two minute deal threes uh two minute deal three quick draw uh your opponent's next card cost one more so a reminder about quick draw this is if you play at the turn that it enters your hand so drawn or discover or anything like that um will enable the quick draw so two minute deal three slight tax on your opponent's next card um i mean i I, no no fell tag no nothing just just a normal spell um i don't know is is demon hunter fiending for like a two minute deal three i i feel like we've kind of reached the point where like every class has these but nobody really wants them
1: nobody wants them unless they do something more than what this does like Demon Under already has 0 mana draw, or deal 3 for, like, hyper aggro. And so, like, this finding a home, I guess, is my concern. Like, um, where does it go? It already has a 1 mana deal 3 in the I-Beam as well. Like, it has the capacity to deal 3 quite efficiently already. Um, obviously this can go face and I-Beam can't, but, like.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, like, I think the home is probably let, like, spell DH, uh, burn r-type which has never existed in wild uh so, like maybe if there are a ton of reverts or something but um yeah i mean that that's the point right it goes face and so maybe if there's right. a face deck
2: yeah uh, i think we might be uh getting closer and closer to that spell demon hunter deck on rotation being being more real um now does this card fit in that deck we have fan the hammer four mana spell no no spell tag or anything like that unfortunately Um, but it does deal six damage split among the lowest health enemies so a little bit more expensive for like a what is it dark skies or one of those effects in warlock uh we haven't really seen one of those in in demon hunter um no life steal no fell tag it it is four mana deal six though um eh, i'm I'm not super excited about it
1: It goes face right but like I I guess it goes face like super late game, right? When they're right, like it goes face at the weird time. So, um, I don't think that I don't think a lack of damage is what's hurting that deck. Um, I think it's or at least not a lack of damage at four mana and above.
0: Um, I mean, I don't like Cinderstorm, I don't love this card. I think that's, that's about as simply as I can put it.
2: Yeah, I would have really loved to have seen like a fell tag or something on this for, for Jace purposes. I don't know how broken that would have been, but yeah, this card's just not exciting. Um, Midnight Wolf, 6 mana, 6, 6 beast with rush, outcast, summon a copy of this. I mean, that's basically like two walpers for one card, except you just have to ignore the whole 6 mana thing. <clears throat> Good talk. All right, cool. Uh, now let's talk about the sweetest card uh, in Demon Hunter, and that is Gunslinger Curtis. Uh So this is the, the Reno Demon Hunter payoff uh, for this set. Five mana, four, six legendary. Battle cry. If your deck has no duplicates, fire six random, two damage shots at minions in the enemy's hand. So I'm going to just go ahead and say you guys need to pause this video and go watch the animation of this card if you guys haven't seen it already because it's really sweet. Um, and then, just to kind of clarify the, the text, so like if I have a, a click clocker in my hand, I have a 1 1 Divine Shield. If it eats a two damage shot, it is dead. It gets destroyed. You don't have to worry about Divine Shield. Um, if you hit like a Nerubian Egg, uh, that Death Rattle is not going to proc. The Nerubian Egg is just dead. Uh, if you have like an Acolyte of Pain, it'll eat two of the shots and then the opponent won't draw any cards. So, no text on the cards in their hand. The minions will just die. Um, so i mean this is this seems sweet this is like mutanus and dirty rack kind of on steroids it feels like for for a highlander deck so i i'm excited about this card seems sweet does the whole tech w thing that people in in wild seem to love uh alongside being the whole reno thing that people seem to love so
1: very important for that reno thing that people seem to love it's brandable it's zolaable like god (laughs) you can really uh you can get some additional value off of this um so yeah, I mean it's a good card. It's not like again super in line with what the successful Reno Demon Unders have done in the past, uh, but I think it's a high enough quality card that like you just you play it, right? It it like it deals with a potentially deals with a or some amount of threat um before the opponent ever gets to play it, right? it just kind of deletes cards and deals with them efficiently so that you don't have to trade.
0: Uh yeah, like card seems excellent. Um you know, being brandable is is <laughs> important cuz you know, like that that's a very very strong effect to to brand. Um, and usually they you don't actually have that many of them. I think Bran is kind <laughs> of people just throw in decks because they they like it a lot, but most of the time it's like, yeah, Bran, Astralor, fingers crossed, hope for the best. Um, so having like another pair was really great, but yeah, I mean, like, Demon Hunter is going to be like that Hunter style, more aggressive, uh, Highlander deck. Um, and this is really, really strong disruption. It's probably like the strongest disruption against aggro that we've ever had. Um, you know, the ability to potentially de- delete, like, two, three f- cards out of hand is really nice, Um and just generally, like, Highlander Mirrors and and those type of matchups, or even against the very, very, very Solitaire decks, like, obviously against Romath, Mathis doesn't do a ton, but, um, you know, picture this against Tony Druid, like, this would be an incredible card against, like, uh, Tony Druid, so it's definitely going to have spots where it's very, very useful, and... Can probably single-handedly uh, decide matchups. So, really, busted card. Really, really like it. Um Don't think Highlander Demon Hunter is there, but I mean, we'll Maybe see. Highland Hunters, how
1: Maybe one day.
2: Maybe one day. It's a very day. good step in that direction. Like this card is, like you guys have mentioned, very strong. So, um, but yeah, Uh kind of just recap on the on the Demon Hunter class real quick because I know we got one out of seven classes down. How are we feeling about the Demon Hunter side? Excited about any of it outside of the the duplicate? Legendary or the the Reno Legendary, sorry.
1: Yeah. Mostly just nah. the curtis.
3: Yeah.
0: The Highlander card's cool. The Naga card is long term interesting, but the nothing in short Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I I do want to shout out Bartendo a as well, because I feel like that will actually see play in in Wild for at least a little bit. People will mess with that and the legendary. I mean, two playable cards, like, I feel like I can't really give it a thumbs down because that's more than some of these classes might have, um, but I think just generally as a whole, not something that I'm super excited about uh, long-term. All right, let's move to Druid. Uh, so the big thing for Druid uh, in this expansion are uh, our dragon supports, and so, of course, we're going to start with the two non-dragon cards to kind of get them out of the way and talk about them real quick. Um, and so Rehydrate, it's so a two-mana nature spell, restore seven health, Quick draw. refresh two mana crystals. So the potential to just be a zero mana draw seven, or heal seven rather. God, zero mana draw seven, oops. Uh, but
1: well, it is a Druid card, so you never know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Um, but it does say restore health rather than gaining armor. And Druid is a class that gains a lot of armor, so they don't really tend to take a whole lot of damage. So I don't think this card's going to see a whole lot of play. Um, but we got Cactus Construct. Uh, so this is a one mana nature spell. Discover a two-cost minion. Summon a one-two copy of it. I think this card's pretty sweet. Uh, it's stats, bodies, all that kind of good stuff. Um, I know I know Aggro Druid's not really a thing, um, but I'm thinking about this card in something like, I, I know it's not a very good deck, but that spell token deck uh, for Druid, where you kind of want to play a whole lot of spells for something like Glowfly, uh, what's it called? Glowfly Swarm. Um, this card seems really good uh, in that style of deck. I don't know
1: if... I don't. Necessarily disagree with you, but do we need to add that to the list of decks that? Uh... Oh man, mm.
2: don't, don't do that to me! No, <laughs> you're not. Uh, I, look, you're not wrong, but I do yeah. think this card is. It's 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 strong. I think it's. it's I think it busted. is a
1: perfectly fine standard card.
0: Um. Yeah. I mean, I don't even like it in like the really tokeny. Really. I mean, like I just kind of. I kind of see it as like an aggro card that you play for the naga, like the the nature naga payoff. And that's pretty much it.
2: All right. All right. Whatever. I'll I'll continue to cope on the token decks in my spare time. I won't <laughs> I won't try to spend time to convince you guys. All right. Let's talk about the exciting stuff. Let's talk about dragons. Um. So let's just save the splashy legendaries, the big payoffs, where we're going to talk about them a lot uh, for the end. Uh. So let's start with Dragon Tales. Love the name. Two mana spell. Choose one. Get two random dragons that cost five or less, or get two random dragons that cost more than five random dragons and wild eh no
1: (laughs) no Mm -mm. like this might be one where because the five or less pool is more narrow you would be tempted to go for that but then they're still just very bad
2: (laughs) yeah I mean if you're guaranteed two bright wings maybe I'll be interested um all right let's talk about spliss so I can't even say it spliss splish splash whelp Jesus I two mana two one dragon battle cry if you're holding a dragon gain an empty mana crystal. So we've already kind of seen this card in Breath of Dreams, but now we get it attached to a 2-1 body that also happens to be a dragon.
1: It doesn't cycle, though, so it's... <laughs> so much worse. Uh, you're not wrong. <laughs> um, I mean, it's it ramps. It it ramps in Druid. Uh, always worth considering. You're going to need some draw to offset that. Which... Um, uh, I mean, the breath of dreams helps with, I guess, and so do all of the other druid cards.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, the card's great. It's a it's wild growth with a dragon tag. It's goddamn excellent. I, I love this. Card.
3: I love dragon for Say stuff.
0: that. Yeah. 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 I I love uh I love dragon cards in general. So I'm very happy that we're going back into this. Uh, always a favorite of mine.
2: Yeah. All right. Look. Now that now that you have the ramp, you need the card draw, like Ruffle mentioned. So let's start with take to the skies. Three mana spell draw two dragons. Give them plus one, plus one. Three mana, it's like Sense Demons, but
1: you get a buff. Yeah, and dragons that you put in your deck on purpose, good. Dragons that you discover out of thin air, bad. So, like I said, you need to offset some of the early, you know, minion from uh, Splish Splash, well with uh, some draw, This this could be a targeted draw. Like you know, there's some high-value dragons you might be running in your Dragon Druid deck.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of higher on this card now that I'm looking at it a bit more than I was previously. Um, and I think it's just because of another card that we have coming up, the the 4-drop, um, that makes it a lot more acceptable. Because, like, I don't know, 3-mana draw 2 is, like, pretty bad. <laughs> um,
1: by Druid's doesn't
0: yeah, yeah, and, and it doesn't it doesn't curve super great with all your two mana wild growths. um, unless you're on the like the the, the coin, in which case, yeah, it's not too bad. So I don't know, I, I'm a little higher on it now than I was yesterday. Yeah.
2: All right, let's talk about these two four mana dragons that we have. Uh, I'm just gonna kind of talk about them together because I feel like they both probably gonna go in the same deck. Uh, we have Desert Nest Matron, which is a four mana three five dragon with taunt. Battlecry. If you're holding a dragon, refresh four mana crystals. Zero mana three five with Tom baby. Um, and then we also have Spinetail Drake four mana five four uh, dragon. Battle cry. If you're holding a dragon, deal five damage to an enemy minion. Gosh. I wish that was face, but I'm assuming you know you got all these two mana wild growths, these are some some nice four mana minions that you're ramping into for that curve.
1: Um I'm skeptical of the refreshing mana crystals, even though it's for free. Like, you still need stuff to do alongside it, right? Um, I don't know. Blackwing Corruptor was in the twist set, and it was buffed to deal 5, and that's a lot of damage. But not being able to go face is also a big hindrance. I'm not super high on... uh, either of these I know Corb was look, looking at one of the four drops so maybe I'm wrong but uh Corruptor's
2: not a dragon I'm just gonna put that out there it's also Fortnite I
1: know Anna. I think <laughs> if I'm leaning towards one it's the the Spinetail Drake just because like um I don't know you don't want, really want to get behind but like not many decks really are how many decks are playing for board right now like that this would help with that you need to deal five specifically to that you can't deal with like a scale of an exio or a flipper friends later.
0: Uh yeah, I'm also like not high on the um spinetail drake, the the deal damage. If it could go face, I'd be much more excited. Yeah. But I mean there's probably a very good reason why it doesn't go face. Yes. But I, I am excited about the four the other four drop, the desert Nest Matron, the, the four minute three five
3: pshh zero, zero drop
0: yeah, yeah zero <laughs> mana um, no I think this card's excellent like this is the reason why I was kind of like a little bit higher on take the guys because you know you, you kind of really get to mitigate some of that tempo loss. Um, I think this is one of the best dragons along with the two drop, the legendary and anixia um, so I can definitely see this being played for sure. Um, it has some cute adorable little synergy with Bran. brand. Um, where you could brand and play this and kind of like go back up the full manner, and then you could like a card and then do the Astlo stuff. So like, the, you know, the stuff you can do like that is sort of a, a makeshift lasher. Um, but yeah, I I really like this card uh, a lot. So I think you'll play a small selection of good dragons and I think this is one of the best dragons in our, in our format.
2: Yeah. Or alternatively, we can play a whole bunch of dragons to enable our new card here in Dragon Golem which is a 7 mana 3/4 dragon with taunt that says battle cry summon a copy of this for each dragon in your hand. So obviously
1: we play like 25 dragons, so that's insta board. You could do that, but that would not be a strong thing to do. I think Orbs definitely right in that you probably want a very narrow range of dragons, especially if you're considering one or two copies of take to the skies, you want to make sure that you're hitting the minions that you specifically want to, um not a dragon golem.
0: Yeah, I mean there is kind of like the old standard deck that was like in Bigan dragon uh druid that that was around that played like strength in numbers. Um I think like what's to- like like I think there's a ramp druid dragon shell that you could play in sort of like your traditional Astlaw OTK type style deck. But there is also just like Inbigan Minion Pile thing, which uh could be something fun that people look at. Um Inbigan obviously works very well with Dragon Golem. Um excellent synergy there being able to copy up. Um Strength and Numbers works really well with Desert Nest Matron because you do actually spend the mana before you get it back. So it's kind of like a nice way to accelerate that side quest. Um so yeah, I I think that that could be like a, a fun deck that that people could look at. That's kind of like that spiteful summoner type thing where it's kind of just a minion pile. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I think I think there's some really natural synergy there, um, even with like the, the some of the late game legendary that again scales very well within biggin, So uh, just just putting that one out there if yeah. people want to experiment and stuff. We important are also important
2: note real quick important note. Do not play your spiteful summoner in the same deck that you're playing strength and numbers. No. yeah just making <laughs> sure. sure.
1: Also worth noting that like we are living in a post Flergul Tox world, right? So like this type of uh, one card board is maybe a little bit less or more likely to stick around than it used to all right let's move on
2: to the uh the two legendaries for this set both of them dragons let's talk about phi the setting sun nine mana for 12 dragon rush lifesteal taunt cost one less for each dragon you summon this game um summon being the operative word there so even if you're not playing like 12 dragons in your deck uh you are probably playing scale of anixia uh which discounts this by seven on its own or you're playing Grade boss anixia which discounts it by seven on its own um yeah. Uh zero mana, four twelves with rush life seal and taunt.
1: Seems seems pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think you <clears> just <throat> wanna play this as quickly as possible and then I don't think you're ever upset about like it, it a lot of what Dragon Druid has excelled at in the past is being kind of a tokeny deck and this plays really well into that. Um just with like Onyxia with um like, composting-type shenanigans into Volcanic Lumber and that type of thing, like, this plays perfectly into that strategy.
0: This is the uh, the wild synergy that, you know, we're not meant to have cards like this pair together, but we do! We have Scale of Enixia, and it's awesome, and it's going to be broken, and this card is... Kind of, uh, maybe like this the superstar of the set. Like, it, it's an incredible synergy that we have, uh, available to us, uh, for, for Druid here.
2: Yeah, super good card. All right. Uh, the other legendary dragon, uh, is Rhea Straza, eight mana, eight, eight dragon. Battle cry if your deck has no duplicates, summon the Purified Dragon Nest. And for those of you guys that don't know everything, Purified Dragon Nest is a, uh, Uninteractable thing on the board, so very much like a, another portal from Sargeras or the quest, uh, those that that sort of thing. Um, that reads at the start of your turn, discover a dragon. It costs four less. I mean, free infinity value in your reno druid deck. Um, that being said, this is also just probably good enough in reno druid. Just lots of stats. You'll never lose the late game, which reno druid never really had a problem with, anyways. But ba. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think it's kind of similar to uh, a Gary in that uh, not only it takes up a slot on board, but, like, just gives you infinite late game value. Because, like, at at this stage in the game, what is mana for Druid? Uh, So, like, they can afford to just plop whatever they get into play. I don't think it'll be good, uh, not, like, the Fi, the the setting sun, but I think it'll be fun, and I think it'll give people (laughs) a reason to play uh, Reno Druid again, which sure people were probably looking for
0: i think um it's probably a situation where i think people probably underestimate how strong the the payoff is like i I think people get the idea of like why playing an 8-8 no impact on the board is a bit scary and why you probably die but um like that that nest is kind of insane like you're gonna be like picking from three four discount like it's it's crazy the turns that you're gonna be able to pull off with this so I don't know, like, yes, it's not very much a wild card because it's an incredible late-game value bomb in a format that doesn't value late-game value bombs, but I don't know, it's sick. Like, sure, if you want to grind out Reno Priest and make them cry, then it seems like a really, really good option to do that. I, I
2: do love that the sound of that, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, yeah, We were talking about Bran earlier, just Bran and Elise and then Raistro. Ooh, that, that's going to be hot. I don't know how you're going to have board space for all that. I don't know how you're gonna play all your dragons when you don't have any board slots because you summoned a bunch of these these nests, but infinite dragons. Alright. So with all of these dragons, how are we feeling about the comeback of Ramp Druid and Wild? You know, we got we got a new wild growth, we got some nice payoffs, we got some nice zero mana four sixes uh with taunt, because we're gonna draw them with our our take the skies. Is this is this the comeback uh, of ramp druid and wild? No twig and sphere, but we do have dragons.
1: I think it'll definitely see a resurgence in some capacity. I don't know if it'll be necessarily a, a top tier deck, but I think it a- could easily be like a mid tier viable deck that can get you some wins in Hearthstone.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm I'm quite high on the dragon druid cards uh, for sure. Um, you know, just like plopping it down into that volcanic lumber package that ruffle talked about or even you know i'm open to experimenting with them in questline druid um (laughs) you you can kind of cut some stuff and find some room for some dragon cards and i I think you know breath of dreams and the wealth uh phi like i I don't know these are very very powerful cards in general and because they're not like a huge huge package um you know, I like like I'm I'm thinking of that like hybrid questline, uh just to clarify where you'd play that still same brand brand Astlor, win condition. Um but yeah, it could be a really good uh
2: fit for that deck as well. Yeah. Something something Astlor is all the late game you could ever need. All right. <laughs> let's move into uh into Hunter here. Uh so Hunter getting some kind of uh beasts beast hunter support, um as well as getting some more of the, you know, attack matters uh for your minions on board, uh kind of building off of their last set. Uh, let's uh, start with Sneaky Snakes. Uh, one mana, summon two one-one Snakes with stealth. Uh, so this is like Alley Cat's number five and six for a Hunter. Uh, that being said, it is a spell, so it doesn't do the whole discount thing. But I mean, yeah, one mana makes better. two one ones. I mean, they have
0: stealth. They're really good. Yeah, yeah. like it's better than. Yeah, it's they really sold. important against things like Pirates, right? Like takes away the Fillet Fighter, takes away Plunge, takes away Dagger. Like lets you actually make trades.
1: Yeah, and still allows you to draw for the buzzo. So, like, yeah, good card. Add it to your deck. Yep, good card. Um, Messenger Buzzard, two
2: mana, one, two beast. Death Rattle, draw a beast. Give minions in your hand plus one, plus one. Okay, so it's slow. It's, it is Death Rattle. Um, but it's potentially a lot of stats because you, you are buffing the thing that you draw as well. But it's slow. It, it is a death rattle. Yeah. yeah. It is quite slow, but... It's pretty good,
0: isn't it? Like, like it's better than Grime Street. Like is it better than Grime Street? Like, yeah, it,
2: I, it draws you a I card, so. but it's a death rattle? It's like a... they
1: just ignore it? It's a banana man. Um, yeah? But on a death rattle instead of a battle cry. That's pretty good, I think. For the two it it uh, is... It is, but like the the death rattle is so rough. Like we've seen death rattles that like are better, just strictly better than their battle cry counterparts. Not see nearly as much play just because death rattle is mm-hmm. so inconsistent and unreliable. Like it's coming out early enough that it's more likely to to die and get value, like on your turn three. So it's like it's kind of just like a banana man. I don't know. I think this is one where it looks good and I think it's going to underperform once we actually get our hands on it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean I think I think that's fair. Um because, you know, Death Rattle is horrific. Um, I don't know. I, I, I still think I'm high enough on it. Like the, the, the awkward tension though is that like if you're playing this, you want it in a deck that's very, very minion dense, obviously. Um and it's like how do you turn the buzzard into a threat where it must get killed off the board um and it's like if you're not playing a ton of spells, right? so it's like crackling razor more is like maybe how you like buff this, give it attack, make it actually threatening, they have to kill it, but other than that, you don't really have a ton of options, so I, I do see where you guys are coming from for sure, yeah
2: I- I'm just imagining you like play this on turn two and then your opponent doesn't let you kill it for like two more turns and then you play it two minute one two so. I don't, I don't know, I don't know how cycle. often that's gonna happen in current wild but
0: you know. yeah, yeah. I, I think i'm high on it i think it's all right and be santa for sure all
2: right look this is how we make it a threat we play 10 gallon hat which is our next card here that says draw a minion give it plus one plus one and death battle get a 10 gallon hat so you play mm-hmm. this on two and then you get a two three buzzard Ooh, that surely ends it um uh, but 10 gallon hat reminds me a lot of explorer's hat uh or maybe i think more akin to something like hand of a doll. Um right, two mana draw a spell get a little bit of a buff. That being said, um you're not putting it on board? It, it is, i think the big thing. Um so i i think that itself is is a big knock against it. You've as much flavor as it has, you know.
1: Yeah. No, i don't think that this is i i don't think this is a, a hand of a doll because it doesn't like give you immediate tempo. Um, maybe more like, infinity novice engineers. Right. Yeah. It's the, the delayed aspect of it is what makes it so much worse than than any of those other cards, unfortunately. It's a cool card, but yeah. Yeah, I want to make it zero mana somehow,
2: but um I don't think there's a way to do that. <laughs> We're a Sork Apprentice and Hunter, right? That's what you're asking. <laughs> yeah, All right. unlucky. Uh next up we have Bovine Skeleton, three mana, three three undead beast. Death rattle if this has four more attack summon a bovine skeleton so you 10 gallon had it you messenger buzzard it you play all the synergy that we got from the last expansion uh, on the bovine skeleton it's infinity bovine skeletons guys
1: no you do none of those things because it's a bovine skeleton
0: he makes a good point
2: (laughs) i don't know how i'm supposed to argue with that um we've got saddle up three mana spell Give your minions death rattle. summon a random beast that cost three less. Um huh. three or less, sorry. Um but this is a uh what is the druid spell? Soul of the forest, I think Soul it's of the, the Forest. Three, yeah. Three mana, give your minions death rattle. summon a treant. This is the hunter version of that. Uh but sometimes you high roll and hit acid mod red scale.
1: Yeah, I don't <laughs> I think this is like a legitimately high quality card. I just don't know if it has a home in wild specifically. Um, I could. I would say be on the lookout for this. Maybe in standard, like this seems like especially with the sneaky snakes. Like this seems, like it has some potential. Am I crazy?
0: No, I I, I agree. Um, the sneaky s- snakes. <laughs> that's funny. That's like, I'm having a harder time saying that than the was seven with the what is it? Splish Splash Whelp Um, <laughs> but yeah, that like that works so well. Like that's such natural synergy. Um, like you don't have to hit that you don't have to high roll that hard for this to be like a positive tempo play um especially with those like stealth one ones so i don't know it's pretty good like it
2: it's better it's better than soul of the forest and that's how, like, how much better than soul of the forest though because when was the last time that you've ever seen a soul of the forest in a, in a wild deck
0: um, I mean, you're the token druid expert. You and tell me. I've
2: never and never, right? Like, I haven't wanted to play Soul of the Forest in a long time. So, like, how much better? I don't disagree with you that it's better than Soul of the Forest, but like, yeah, it's not a very high bar because Soul of the Forest is not a good card. Yeah. Right? So...
0: I, I don't think it'll see playing wild, but it's a, it's a good card.
2: So for the purpose of our wild podcast, that was it a good card?
0: No. <laughs> No, well, probably not. Like like but I'm looking at it, right? I'm not dismissing It's the I'm, thing.
2: I'm messing with you. I'm messing with yeah. You. <laughs> uh yeah. Uh I, I I do agree with with the point that you made the of like this seems like it's going to be a very good card in the standard version of this deck with specifically the sneaky snakes synergy that you mentioned. Um okay, we have Silver Serpent, three mana 2/3 beast with rush and poisonous. Quick draw. Gain immune this turn. Three mana assassinate, but if you draw it on turn three, it sticks around. It's not really an assassinate, I don't know why I said that. Three mana uh, is this card worth talking about outside of like a Rexar hero power pool or, or your saddle up pool?
1: No, but quick draw does work with uh Rexar and Um So that's useful information for the quick draw, but um you don't put this card in your deck on purpose
0: okay. um yeah no thank you
2: yeah. all right uh mounts are back we have camouflage mount four mana spell give a minion plus three plus three and a random bonus effect um when it dies summon a chameleon so for the bonus effects they're basically just random keywords right so you or like relevant keywords so you can have like poisonous you could have um taunt Like, all all of the the effect keywords. And then the chameleons, for those of you guys that aren't uh, familiar with the mounts from... I don't even know what expansion the mounts came in. But basically, when the minion dies, you will summon a 3-3 chameleon that has the same bonus effect of whatever the random one that you gave the minion is. Ramming mount sees a little bit of play in in some Reno Hunter list because of the Codobane synergy, uh, but it also works nicely with stuff like Crab Rider... Does that make you guys interested at all in a four-mana version of this? With a bonus no. effect that you can't control?
1: No. Especially the bonus effect that you can't control. If it was... No. No.
0: I mean... I don't know. Like, I'm looking at it, and I'm looking at this, and I'm thinking about Blessing of Kings. And I'm like, so it's one one stat less, so you get a bonus effect, and then you get a 3-3 three, three with a bonus effect. Like, it's better than blessing of kings um so maybe in that like crab rider face hunter type deck
2: is this not terrible i mean so same question that i have with soul of the forest when was the last time you saw a blessing of kings because like we have the three mana version that's like three mana (laughs) in in paladin that doesn't see any play Uh,
0: okay what about
2: uh, what if if i say ramming mount instead i feel like ramming mounts better because it curves with your crab rider yeah
1: okay well analyze a crab rider to pave the way for more crab rider by like bashing off minions. Mm, Alternatively I don't know, I don't, I don't,
2: you could give your crab rider wind fear with camouflage mountain, that might actually end it.
0: Uh I don't know. I I, I actually I actually kind of think it's really, really good. Um like I, I think this is quite strong. So I like I would probably play this in like Highlander Hunter I, I think as well. Uh, you don't even draw it off
2: the the Barrett Codobane. All right, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm to I'm just yeah. coping here. I feel all, right, like. all right,
0: all right, okay. I'll, yeah. I'll I'll let it sit. Maybe my mood will change in a day or two. You know, it's already
2: changed with a few cards, but I, <laughs> I kind of like this. Yeah, you guys have to let us know down in the comments how you guys feel about Camouflage Mount. Uh, meanwhile, let's talk about Quest Hunter support. The thing that we were all asking for. We have star shooter, four mana, two, three. After your hero attacks, get an arcane shot. Dude, that's infinite value. Infinite quest progression.
1: I see what we're doing here. Yes, yes. This is definitely questline hunter support. If you're a questline hunter main, add this card to your deck. It's very good for you.
0: I mean, it is. (laughs) Like I think it is. Is it not?
1: I don't know. I don't think that this is the card that turns the deck around.
0: Oh, no, that part so I agree Nothing's turning the deck around, okay? You, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I saw some comments where it was like, oh, my God, more questline hunter support. I'm like, what game are you guys playing? Like, that Dude, deck anytime is so they bad. they
1: print a damage spell, freaking questline hunter support, how could they? I we, dare that? Yeah, we saw it with Celestial Shot, and... Uh, yeah. I think this is more, like, just arcane hunter support is really what it's targeting. This is yeah. so slow for a wild Questline Hunter deck, too, though. Like, you have Furious how.
0: I mean, I think I would rather be playing this than Furious how. I think. Is that, is that too crazy? Like, I, I I think this card's so good for Questline Hunter. I just think Questline is irrelevant, basically. <laughs> um... So yeah, uh, it is really nice arcane support. Like, like think about Questlander, like, like Questlander does actually really struggle these days to actually get enough damage spells because they've nerfed the quest so goddamn harshly. And this is like, you know, this is like a, a three in one. So that's like really, really good. But um, would you ever play as an even hunter? How much damage does this help push? Is this ever, like, efficient enough damage? So it's
2: 12 sorry. damage for seven mana. It helps fill out your curve, which is not irrelevant. Yeah,
0: it's like 12 damage of one card. Yeah. Like, that's,
2: that's a lot. In of... a deck that doesn't have a ton of card draw? Okay, I'm kind of feeling it. The deck already has three weapons right now, though. Because if they're on the, the bow and the rifle.
1: It's so, a matter uh... of whether you cut the bow for this. Which, the bow deals 10 damage for zero mana. <laughs> He makes a good point <laughs> <laughs> and then on top of that you're also probably just running it, the the titan in that deck as well so then you get more weapons yeah i don't know i
2: i think this is arcane hunter and i think it's seen play nowhere else because i don't even think i want this in reno hunter questline hunter is not a relevant deck i guess arcane hunter is technically a questline deck i would assume in wild I'm not really sure but
1: I don't think it's a deck in wild. I think it's,
2: yeah, I, I think we're talking way too long about this card that yes. it's not going to move the needle on any deck. So let's move on. Uh, we've already talked about the Reno Hunter card, so let's talk about Spurfang, which is a five mana two five beast, battle cry and death rattle, summon a random beast with cost equal to this minion's attack. So of course you're wanting to to buff it with all the buff support in Hunter, um, but I mean just baseline. It's a five mana two five that summons a random two cost. And Wattle summons a random two cost, which is a decent amount of stats. And then any any amounts of buffs, you know, relevant, right? It's going to make this card exponentially better. Um, it is random beast rather than random minion, which makes it, I think, a little bit better in your deck, because I'm assuming there's going to be some beast support as well. Um, how, how are we feeling about Spurfang?
1: Um, I think it's another, like, decently high-quality card, just that, like, because you have to build around it, or it wants to be built around. Um there isn't a deck right now that like could exist while building around this. So you really like I think your evaluation of it as a vanilla card is appropriate because that's like you're not you're not going to build around this card because the payoff is probably too small. Um but like it's a good quality card. It's just I don't think that it um I don't think it has a a worthwhile home or and I, I don't think it's worth building around in our format especially
0: yeah i mean unless you're making this a uh, nine attack minion um <laughs> or oh, wait the cost equal yeah yeah that's the one i mean does it even what even are the odds on a king crush either way whatever that's that's not my problem to think about
2: <laughs> you don't you don't even have to get it to nine you just have to get it to six and then just summon dread with both the cry and the Death Rattle. Because we know that card's busted.
0: Oh, and oh, Mukla, dude, is six drop Ooh. random base the end? Wait, does that, does that end it?
1: The nuts? <laughs> the nuts? <laughs> there's uh, also the other Mukla that uh, is a 5 5 not to 10 10. Yeah, that's so. right. But all of those ones, all,
2: all the other three cost pieces that you're competing with kind of trash. All right. No, I
1: was talking about the six cost
2: Mukla. There's three. Oh, there's another Mukla, dude. The forgettable Mukla. The one that only gives you the bananas. Mm. Yeah. All right. For Hunter, anything you guys think is going to see play outside of like we have the Reno Hunter card that's just good. Sneaky Snakes seems just good. Buzzard kind of eh, and then according to Corb, saddle up kind of eh in
1: wild. Yeah, I think they they got two quality cards and a few others that are just probably close, uh, and then will be toyed with, fall out of favor over time, and unless they get more support down the line.
0: I think I think it got. Five cards that I can
2: look at and think, yeah, that's pretty decent. That's a good option. So that's pretty good, potentially playable. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's talk about the exact opposite of potentially playable, uh, and that is the entire mage set here. Because, God, what are these cards, man? What? What are these? Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, it was when I was like talking about how Demon Hunter and Death Knight are kind of the ones that it's hard to get excited for. Mage is another class where it's just as pigeonholed as those two. Like, it's, it's just as limited. We're doing one thing and one thing only, and I don't
2: even want to do that thing. I don't want to do the thing that it, it can only do. I don't want a quest mage. Give me anything else. <laughs> um. All right. So mage is another class that can do uh, excavate things. Uh, so I'm just going to kind of lump all the... Ex- We're going to go through this class, I think, really fast because all of these cards kind of suck, uh, if that's okay with you guys. I'm going to just lump things together. Uh, we have crier preservation, two mana frost spell, freeze an enemy, excavated treasure. So we are evaluating excavating a treasure at two mana. This is kind of proof of that for for future reference. And but there's already
1: really... there's already a two mana minion that esca- excavates and gets like no. Get <laughs> okay.
2: I'm just cryer preservation. Okay, uh, I'm just, we're gonna run through all of these. Uh, you have uh, reliquary researcher, um, which is the battle cry if you've excavated twice. Cast two random mage secrets. Random mage secrets are bad, guys. This is not a this yes, is not a payoff that you want. And no. then. Last uh, episode we talked about Blast Mage Miner, six mana four four battle cry excavate a treasure for each card in your hand, deal one damage to a random enemy. Blech. Um. While we're here, let's talk about the Mage Excavate Legendary payoff. Is a four mana five five elemental beast, battle cry get a random Titan. It cost one mana. Yeah. Do you guys ever nobody's... want to excavate
1: in Mage? No. Okay. Because. No, no. I think that's a really good summary. These these cards suck. And then even then, the payoff is like, I don't know. You, sometimes you get an Agramar, and you're not in a position where that's helpful.
0: Ah, uh, I don't want to talk down the payoff.
1: I mean, like, like I, the like, payoff's good. I'm, yeah. The cards you but have to like, play to get there, not good. Yeah, like it's not For worth sure. the effort by any means. I would agree. Yeah. Alright, let's talk about elemental support. Elemental Mage. Woo!
2: Overflow Surger. Four mana three-two elemental. Battle cry. Summon a copy of this for each turn in a row you've played in Elemental. So a reminder, all of these cards that we're seeing here, so weird. So many of the elemental payoffs require you to play elementals multiple turns in a row. And so like, remember when we had the whole downside of elementals of man, if you miss one turn, your top deck elementals suck. If you miss one turn. All of your new elemental payoffs are unplayable. They're so the, bad.
1: <laughs> if you miss one turn, the rest of your game is is over. Just <laughs> over. Yeah. Uh, they they found a way to make the least fun part of elementals l- even less fun. <laughs> <It's a laughs> At nice least that's point. my experience. Like I, there is nothing that like I don't enjoy playing elementals specifically because of the last turn thing it's it's the same reason i didn't particularly like some of the undead payoffs in march of the lich king because it's like that was even more convoluted it's like and and this just eh.
0: yeah yeah it's terrible anyway (laughs) yeah It, it creates incredibly like inflexible decisions on each turn you have very little wiggle room and I don't know. The fact that they've actually extended the requirement is just so funny. <laughs> like, like you have to play Curbstone Arena cards, um, the whole game, and like it's just Elemental on one, Elemental on two. It's
2: just, it's kind of ridiculous. Um, these cards suck. Let's talk about a secret that sucks. Azurite Vane, three mana spell, uh, secret. Obviously, when an enemy plays a card on the turn that it entered their hand, get a copy that costs zero. I feel like we've had a similar conversation every time, but I'm going to redo this. Dex and Wild, generally super synergistic. Getting a random card from your opponent, even if it costs zero, not really going to do you a whole lot of good, because it's not going to be synergistic with your game plan. Um, I don't know how much that's changed, in y'all's opinion, post-patch, because we don't really have time to talk about the new meta, but
1: I don't know. I'm... I'm going to be honest this is maybe my second favorite mage card of this set oh explicitly for the reason that it gets people to ask in one card the same question they ask or the two questions they ask about any mage card that ever exists do i play this in quest mage the answer is no and do i play this in secret mage the answer is god no like this card's terrible but like it still has the potential to get that question or both of those questions from the same card. I don't think that's ever been done before. I love it. Um, it's like truly a card meant for wild players to then ignore after like not never trying it. Yeah.
0: And we shall. We shall ignore it. This will be the last time that we talk about this card ever.
1: Until It'll be the last time anyone
2: talks it about it. No. Um, I'm going to just read this card and then we can move on to the next one. We have Sunset Volley. 10 mana. Fire spell T- ten mana, to deal ten damage. Randomly split among all enemies. Summon a random ten-cost minion. All
1: right, uh, I'm gonna work. go ahead and say this is actually the the second or the second most excited. Of mage the card is the second
2: favorite except for the one that's your favorite, right?
1: Right. No, this one is the <laughs> legitimate one because this one, like, you just replaced Drake Fire Amulet in your big spell mage. Like, yeah, that's not a deck, but like, people will play this on purpose. And then you repeat it off of Varden. Like, I think this is an actual card, whereas the yeah. other ones are not.
2: Do you actually play it yeah. on Drakefire?
1: Drake well, yeah, because you repeat it for you, you want a very narrow range of specific spells for or spell types for your, uh, for your Magister Don, Dawn does, does And so, the, this uh, is the amulet nutty. Spell amulet has a fire spell. Oh, so, that was your big spell for fire. This is now replaces that. It does the same thing, but better. And it's really nutty off of Arden, so like this is legitimately a card. It's just not a good one, and not a good, or it's a good one. It's a good card in a bad archetype.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, like, uh, well, Dragfire has tradable, which I think does make a key difference for a lot of those. Payout. Like the four drop, get armor and stuff. Like, eh, there, there's some good payoffs you get for that. But I would agree, like, this card is very good if you pay like you know five mana for it, which like Mage has ways of doing that it's just a bit convoluted bright eyed scout got buffed bright eyed scout got buffed there <laughs> you go um yeah i mean if you squint and you kind of look at it it's like it's a relicologist but 10 mana it's
1: but a relicolo- sometimes
0: but sometimes not 10 mana
1: right it's maybe. a relicologist on a 10 drop
0: well those are like the four six is the four six and ten drop they're probably like close
2: don't worry about that all right next up we have heat wave two mana fire spell deal two damage to an enemy minion and its neighbors so that seems like kind of okay on its own uh however if you quick draw it you deal two damage to all enemies instead two mana consecration seems pretty nutty um I I think this card is, like, the one playable mage card in this set.
1: Yeah, this is another actual card. You just, like, you don't ever add it to your deck. You just generate it off of your quest mage, Discover set, and then your opponent gets mad because it's really good (laughs) When you pay it for zero mana or play it for zero mana off of a Vast Wisdom.
0: Oh, I'm God. already just so tilted like it's oh <laughs> it's gonna get played for like zero mana against my pirate rogue and then they're gonna rewind back into it and it's gonna be quick draw again oh it's a disaster <laughs> I already get so tilted when they generate fire sale this is so much worse than me yeah yeah
2: yeah very very good card to generate uh maybe maybe at the point where you put it in your deck as well but it seems like a, a decent card at least wild-ish power level um, a card that might be interesting in terms of deck building, uh, you have Stargazing, 2-mana Arcane Spell. Draw a different Arcane Spell. If you play it this turn, it cast twice. Um, I think the Quest Mages, thankfully, play a lot of Arcane Spells, so I don't know how good this is in Quest Mage. But if there's a different Arcane Spell out there in the universe where you can build a deck where there's Stargazing and one other Arcane Spell, potentially potentially gets, uh, you know... Got yourself a nice dish that you're cooking.
1: You know what an arcane spell is. I swear, if you say Luna's Pocket Galaxy, I was just trying to speed run this okay. <laughs> <laughs> end of the discussion about this card. <laughs> because yes, it's Luna's Pocket Galaxy every time. Oh, mm. <laughs> uh, Corvus, um, cooking.
2: Hold on.
0: <laughs> I, no, like I, I think the one actual thing you could try and do with this would be conjure mana biscuit. Like, if it was just this and Mana Biscuit is like the one, as the only arcane spells in some sort of combo mage, then it gives you a lot of mana for like turn five, but.
1: Ignite mage.
2: Yep. I mean. I hate that we let Corp cook. Oh, God. I mean,
0: it'll suck. Don't get me wrong. Like, But, like, but what if it doesn't
2: Ill. and you've put this out in the universe and it's all your fault? Um,
0: then mage will have a different deck than quest mage, and I will be just yeah. Because ignite mage is so much better. Hold like, on,
2: that's not it a is. deck. That's not bomb it magician. is.
0: <laughs> it, I would rather play ignite mage than quest mage oh, those a hundred times words. out of a hundred. A those
2: hundred. Those are cursed words, dog. Um. All right. Let's wrap things up with the mage legendary here. Uh. Oh, God, how do you pronounce this? Tathalon Blood Watcher. in minute two five. Cards that didn't start in your deck cost
1: four less. But Ignite Mage. Sucks. <laughs> not less than one. Okay, I've actually changed my mind. I thought this was on a battle cry. It's no longer my favorite card in the set. Sunset Volley, my new best friend. <laughs> like this card sucks, man. Like Um It's rough out here.
0: <laughs> it's 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 rough being a mage player. I
1: Poor mean, mage. this set sucks for mage man. It, uh, at least in our format, I don't know. Maybe excavate can hard carry in it, but in standard, but no, that's not. I don't think excavate is going to do too much in any class in a while, just because of the inherent slow developing nature of it.
0: Yeah, this is rough. Um, I think I think mage. This expansion for mage is probably going to be picking up greedy partner from the neutral pile, putting it in quest mage, and then calling it
2: a day. And that'll be the expansion. Yeah, And then reading what the new secret does for when you randomly generate it in secret mage somehow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's it. Yep. Uh, poor mage players. How many sets is this now in a row? Is mage the new warrior?
0: I don't know, man. It's been like two years, I swear to God, of just like... Half the time, it's just cringe. There was that Nathria set where we got, like, Sanctum and Coal Case, and those were kind of, like, cool cards. But apart from that, it's been a rough
2: time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. RIP, mage. All right, let's talk about some rogue cards. Uh, rogue, another class that does the excavate thing. Um, so we're going to kind of lump these together. Uh, so we have Bloodrock Company Sho- Shovel. Uh, one mana, one three, Death rattle Excavated treasure. It's a death rattle, which sucks. Rather yeah. than a battle cry. I mean, it's a one-mana weapon, but it's right. a death rattle. Um, we have Antique Flinger. Four mana, 5-4 battle cry. If you've excavated twice, destroy an enemy minion. So a four mana, 5-4 vile spine slayer. Um, but the super sweet thing is the legendary Drilly the Kid. Four mana, 4-3 four, mech. <laughs> battle cry... Quick draw and death rattle, excavate a treasure. Uh, so battle cry synergy, death rattle synergy. So if you bounce this with a shadow step, you get to repeat both the battle cry and the quick draw, which is which is kind of sweet. So you can excavate super quickly. Um, also, we have a new card from the caverns of time that might synergize with that whole mech tag thing uh, in timeline accelerator. So if this is your only mech, you can, you can just draw yourself a two mana version of this on demand. Yeah, Drilly the Kid, I think, is the one that we uh, we should talk about here, but we can kind of lump things together with the, the whole excavate discussion. Are you guys excited to excavate in rogue?
1: Um, a little bit more excited than some of the other classes. I still think just like again, the nature of excavate is going to be rough and wild. But like you have some efficiency in Rogue. In particular, you can shadow step the Drilly the Kid, so that still gives him his uh, like quick draw the second time you play him. Um, so that's always something to consider. I think the shovel is just like not a high mana investment at least. But I don't think the antique flinger is a terribly useful payoff. Like so that is the the bummer card in in these three, I think.
0: Um Yeah. Uh like I I don't know, just like value rogue stuff in general um is always very (laughs) underwhelming when it comes to wild uh like we obviously just want to be pushing our curve as low as possible and doing uh, those kinds of things so i don't really buy into the excavate in the um in rogue and i also don't think the payoff is that suited like the the legendary payoff compared to what some of the other classes got compared to like the mage payoff compared to the warlock payoff um this one feels even less suited to wild i would say but i don't know i might be just underestimating what kind of tempo swing the uh the scorpion can make and how fast that can come down but like eight
2: times excavating is just ridiculous yeah i don't think i read the uh the big legendary payoff here so let me do that real quick for for people uh four mana five five elemental beast battle cry get four random spells so if you've excavated four times you get this you get four random spells that is not a good payoff however The second time you get this, so once you've excavated eight times, those four random spells cost zero mana, which is infinitely less mana than actually having to spend mana. So, yeah, just to to put that into context. But that is, you have to go through it twice, uh, which is a lot harder than going through it once. Uh, Yeah, it's that shadow step
0: tax. It's absolutely the shadow step tax for, uh, like, the little, you know, the lackey rat,
2: whatever it's called. The kobold miner, that's the one. Yeah. Something something Shadow Step causing problems yet again, right? Help that. <laughs> um but yeah. So I, I think I think I'd be interested in playing Drilly the Kid kind of on its own. Um just with synergies with like Shadow Steps and Ten woos and stuff. And like the whole timeline accelerator synergy there. But yeah. I, I mean for what it's worth, the Antique Flinger, I know you guys were kinda eh, not super high on it, but it's better than <laughs> some of the other payoffs, which is Maybe not the That's highest fair. bar. but Other
1: than two random mage secrets.
2: <laughs> um, all right. So we don't have the other rogue legendary um, to talk about. But we have Wishing Well, which is an epic minion that will generate you infinite legendaries instead. Uh, wishing Well, five mana zero seven. After you play a coin, get a random legendary minion from another class and set its cost to one. So, you know, the whole thing in Rogue with, uh, you know, Shadow Steps and Mailbox Answer and the infinite number of cards that generate coins these days. Um, turn them into random legendary minions that cost you one mana that you can immediately play on the board because you played a coin to get the mana. Um, I don't think I've seen Confirmation, but I'm assuming, like, Gallywix coins and Counterfeit coins count for, for Wishing Well.
1: I- I'm-, I'm hoping. Uh, but yeah, it's kind of cute. Yeah, it's a it's a fun card. I don't think it'll be terribly good. Yeah, for it's it, the cute. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fun.
0: Yeah, it it
2: is cute. All right. I mean, what a, what yeah. a perfect description. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's talk about stick up. One mana spell. Discover a quick draw card from another class. Nope. All right. Cool. Dart throw. Two mana spell. Throw two two damage darts. At random enemy minions. If both hit the same minion. Get a coin. So that you can use it with your witching well. I mean that's two mana to deal four. So that's a yeah, little
1: cleave. It's, it's a decent card. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Is, is that good enough for. Miracle rug. Probably not. Because you can't reliably get the coin off of it. Enough for that to matter. But like. I don't know. It's a fine card. It is very good. Um,
0: a lot of time with Serrated, I, I will throw that out there because you can probably either, you know, you have a board where you can just play the dart throw or maybe Serrated lets you guarantee the, the dart throw. So I think that's like one thing to mention, but apart from that, I don't I don't know. Um, while boards do be going wide, When they're aggro, Um,
2: when when they have minions early in the game, they do tend to be a bunch of X ones. So,
0: yeah, a A bunch bunch
2: of stuff all at once. Yeah,
0: so that 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 does kind of suck a little bit. But um, I mean, I'm open to it. The serrated synergy, getting coins is good, maybe.
2: Yeah, maybe. I don't I don't know what Reno rogues are looking like, but maybe a fine card there if you if you need. Early game removal. Uh, but we're talking about Reno Rogue. So let's talk about the next card instead. And that is Bounty Wrangler. 3-mana, three 3-4. Three, Quick draw or combo. Unfortunately, not both. Get a coin. Um, I'm glad that they made this 3-mana. So that you can do the, the whole Shadow stuff thing like you do with the mailbox answer. Um,
0: but... So it's not and, right? So like if you if you draw it and you coin it out, you don't get 2 coins? Yeah. I, the way that I'm reading it it's only one coin Ugh. yeah
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> get out of my game <laughs> no it's like
2: no i mean body is so much better than three two body right it's smelly <laughs> totally worth the it doesn't get, mana. doesn't it doesn't get two coins yeah, yeah okay shell game three mana spell get a random epic rare and common card from other classes I think this might be the first time we've seen something like this. Um, makes me not want to talk about it anymore, though.
0: So. How much does... Bur- Did they buff Burgle to two? Did I imagine that? No, they it's buffed three. Burgle
2: to three cards rather than two.
1: So it's just oh. Burgle. Yeah. So it was Burgle.
0: What if Burgle was two
2: mana? Would that be so crazy? If it was still two mana with having,
1: two... Having no, played Burgle recently after the buff, no. No, it wouldn't be crazy. It would be a fine yeah. card.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um... All right, Our last card that we're going to talk about uh, with Rogue here is uh, what is it? Four mana 2-2 two, two Rogue card. I don't even know the name of the card. Support. The one that makes you cast oh, a spell for free. Uh,
0: uh, I want to say Trickster or something. That's not West right. scale
1: Trickster. I was just playing it today, actually. <laughs> Let's go.
2: <laughs> Rafa doing around. his homework to prepare for today's episode because he knew that we were going to talk about this card. Um, that card is triple sevens. Seven mana spell. Deal seven damage. To a minion. Draw seven cards. Guys, that's a that's a lot of cards.
1: That's, that is um, a lot of cards. But it's also a lot of mana. It's
2: zero mana with that four mana two two. True. No, that's four mana, which is still too much mana. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like
1: <laughs> we're talking about rogue here. It has zero mana draw a card like on repeat.
0: <laughs> four four mana draw seven. Four mana two two draw seven deal seven to so a minion.
2: That's I mean, pretty good. Like, I know we're Mimi, but that's like not the worst Hearthstone card in existence.
1: No. <laughs> Low
2: key. That's like a UI, dude. Except it doesn't hit face, but that's fine. It's like a UI,
0: but you don't get the armor, and you get a smaller body, and you can't go face. And you're playing Rogue, so like, you're playing Gear Shift and Secret Passage because those are much better options. Like, no chance. No, no
1: chance. You it, have to.
0: It, it... It's crazy, though. Like, even with the trick state, like, even if you imagine the world with the trick state, it doesn't we actually seem that well, the,
1: impressive. Well, the problem, the problem is that, like, you have to build your entire deck around a two-card combo and hitting it early enough, and then you actually still have to do something. Whereas, like, why Miracle Rogue works and why Dex and Wild in general work is because they have, again, that critical mass of uh, synergistic mechanics. You're just playing two cards, so that's four out of your 30 cards... Have this one niche interaction. The rest of your cards like need to progress towards something. Yeah, I
2: mean, let's say you're playing. You have six. You're playing jackpots. Assuming right? Yeah, totally. I don't Actually, know. But Court makes a good point there. Like, even if you always had it just on curve every game, is a four mana two two draw seven like? It almost, is. Like, it even is that good. It's good. No, it's good. Crazy in terms of everything else Rogue is doing, which is wild, right? Like that's insane. Yeah. Um.
0: I mean, the fact that you can coin out or prep serrated the trickster, I mean, uh, you can go on fishing for one of the pieces, you can gear shift, you can coin out the trickster. I, <laughs> I don't know. We're like, talked into it by himself. Yeah, I am. I'm making the arguments to myself. I mean, it does say draw seven. Like, I, That's a lot of draw. <laughs> it, is,
2: it is a lot of draw.
0: I don't but know. You know what but I mean
2: you know what rogue doesn't struggle with draw <laughs> draw
0: <laughs> I mean let me let me phrase it like this if if it was that broken would we see it in
2: standard right now is trickster legal still yeah would they would they willingly knowingly print this card with trickster being in that format if it was that good um I mean, wait.
0: Yeah. Let me. Yeah, <laughs> I don't okay. know. I mean, they've done it before. They did it with smokescreen, and that was pretty right. busted. But I yeah. mean, smokescreen yeah.
2: is a lot more situational of a card than mm. than yeah this one. So I
0: don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Rogue can just play such cheap stuff that it kind of makes it, it. It's hard to see like exactly how this would work and where it would fit in. Yeah.
2: All right. So I know we still have another legendary from Rogue that hasn't been revealed yet, but uh, the rest of the Rogue set. Kinda, kinda seems not good, um, at least in terms of wild. So
1: I mean, it's not as bad as Mage, at least.
2: I mean, okay, with Nothing. Mage, at least I could say like there's like a card that could see play in like Heat Wave, maybe. Can I? Drilly the kid, maybe. Okay,
1: maybe. Oh, maybe, 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 but... maybe Dart Throw. Yeah, I was thinking Dart Throw is kind of on par with uh, or close to. On par with Heatwave. The, the set
0: actually, this might be a little bit of a dumb comparison. It, it kind of reminds me of like Galakron Rogue stuff, where you know you're getting these like lackeys instead. You're getting treasures, and then the the, the actual legendary payoff is actually kind of Galakrony a little bit, where instead of getting minions from your deck, you're getting random spells. Like it's probably quite similar. Coming down on soldiers a similar turn as well. So yeah, um, but like you know, like Galakron isn't a wild thing it's you know, <laughs> so not a thing you want to be doing at least yeah. yeah
2: yeah yeah all right we're comparing it to the mage class though so i think not super high hopes i think it's the uh the tldr for that um yeah all right let's talk about some good stuff though you guys already talk about shaman some of these shaman cards got me excited so did uh, they did,
0: did they? did they i'm okay go on uh, you I mean, go okay on.
2: look have you have you seen what i've been playing on stream recently I, there's nah. at least one of these that got me a little bit excited for all right for some, yeah, all
0: right come on. you cook you continue oh <laughs>
2: right, i mean look we can just start with it i i've been playing a lot of big decks on stream because i am the villain now in wild and that is who i have become and what i enjoy playing and uh we got our, we got our, we got ourselves a nice little perfect card there in uh in walking mountain which is a nine mana four sixteen elemental with rush lifesteal and mega wind fury ignore the whole overload Un- 2 thing because you're never playing it but
0: unplayable in dig shaman
2: no way you think so even if you're playing thunderbringer it's so bad of muck it's horrible i mean even if you hit it off a of muck morpher it's still a four mana four four with mega wind fury against control decks and then it is a four mana four four that kills like three pirates and gains you 12 life like, I, I, mean, I know that's like the low roll, but like even then, like it's fine.
0: Compared to compared to Glug, Thunderbringer, Neptulon.
2: Which are like, like the Giga rolls, sure. I'm not arguing that like Muckmorpher's as uh, like, the low roll. But even then, like is it even that bad?
0: Chattius or <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know about this one. Maybe? Like maybe I'm maybe I'm overestimating how bad the Muckmorpher role is, but like the Muckmorpher role is so
1: bad. The Muckmorpher role is the reason why Walking Fountain got cut for so long, and like you play, you play Muckmorpher in that deck because of the the synergy with the weapon, because that's what allows you to get online consistently early. Um, and so, this is really yeah. I I'm not as low on it as Korb is, but like. I don't think this is the card that brings back that that deck because like we've been in the situation before and it's like oh walking Fountain kind of bad <laughs> and okay, but walk came in a, with mega wind fury I came but it in doesn't a provide hot. The, I came a, I came in a little hot just to
2: like you know for me purposes but yeah <laughs> I, I think the card is really good like I I don't disagree like compared to everything else that the deck plays
1: yeah yes. it is your worst minion in the deck I don't know if it's in
2: the. Deck. Know, I'm playing Yogg in my big shaman, so I don't know that it's the worst minion in my deck, but below Yogg is
1: the it would be the worst minion in your deck.
0: I would rather play Yogg.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Mega Wind Fury. It, it Mega Wind Fury doesn't matter if you pull it off a of Morpher and it just dies to the board. But then you're still gaining 12 life. Like in the sure. in the situation where you're
2: how do, how do you guess where they 12? have a board that it's dying to, you're still gaining like a billion life. No, it takes it dies to two The 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 things that are gonna have the board, they're playing pirates. You're gonna at least be able to trade into two or three things. You're still gaining infinity life.
0: What if they have just like a five five?
2: What deck plays a five five core?
1: Lothar. That's not Lotham. Secret Mage. Uh... (laughs) Uh What 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 what
0: What if the priest? What if the priest has their zero
2: mana four six taunt? Fuck, you're right. Mm. Don't don't harsh my mellow, all right? Walking Fountain. I like this
1: card. I hate you, Corb. I hate you. Just a little bit. I think it's like the third best shaman card of the set. Uh, so, Jesus. That's... Just... <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool, at least.
2: Uh, all right. Walking Mountain is an elemental. I think we should talk about some of the other elemental synergistic cards here. Let's, sure, let's, get them out of the way. <laughs> let's start with the legendary, the the huge payoff for shaman, for playing elementals. Are you guys ready? It's Scar the Catastrophe. What a name! Majestic name for a majestic minion. Seven mana, seven, seven elemental battle cry. Deal one damage to all enemies. Improved by each turn in a row that you've played an elemental. You miss one turn. This thing is a seven mana, seven, seven. Deal one.
0: Um, just don't miss. Uh, yeah. like
2: like I think I think
0: the card is disgustingly powerful in the deck that it goes in. But the problem is that deck is horrific. But like if you're just playing on curve like uh, firefly on one and then I play my three, two on two, and then I play my overload four five on three, and you just like keep going up the line, like it's sick, it's disgusting. And, but and then, it's then you, an you miss on deck. turn
2: six and then you lose the game.
0: No no no, you don't you literally don't miss because you play literally nothing but elementals in your deck. Like I'm dead serious.
2: You just, the you just play
0: only, horrendous. like you just play Granite Forgeborn and the, all the premium elementals, and it's like fine. Like you're do playing you have enough premium el- elementals. You do like you have good cards. Like they, they're not bad. Like it, we're talking about things like, like the Buff Sentinel. Like five mana, four four get two two threes with Taunt. Like that's not bad. Like Fire Elemental, Blaze Caller, Granite Forgeborn, Arid, the the four five rush. Uh, like. You have good cards. It's just not a game plan conducive to Wild Hearthstone.
1: Right. That's exactly what I landed on as well with it. Like, And it also, on top of that, just as a... I don't know. For me, at least, would be a very frustrating deck to try and play uh, because of that requirement of the elemental chain yeah. and the fact that you're just you know, dumping minions on curve every turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, I, I, like of, I would uh, play... <laughs> like, it would be 30 elementals in the
2: deck. Yes. So like 100%. excuse me 28 because we have trusty companion that we'll talk about later so no you don't even want card. no, <laughs> no, <class>? no, <laughs> no i <I'd> play 30 <laughs> elementals no so yeah.
0: you don't do have do a, do a do single middle. time you don't have a no. single moment to play not elemental minion right
1: and what, like, if you don't right trusty companion loses you the chain if you don't happen to have a minion on board to just, cast just
2: draw though. the one drop it's so simple wow okay if it doesn't fit trusty companion i don't want to play elementals i don't care um I' uh, gonna lump the the two other elemental cards together. Uh, you have Minecraft Cruiser, which is the three mana four five that Corb was talking about uh, with Rush. Three mana four five with Rush. Battle Cry if you played an elemental last turn. Don't overload two. Um, and then you have Living Prairie, five mana five four elemental. Battle Cry if you played an elemental last turn. Summon two three three cows with Rush. Um, sure.
0: Again, these are good yeah. cards. Like they're like great they're, they're great. They're awesome. It, the game plan just won't work probably, but. Yeah like i don't know it might it might be better than people think i i like these are giga premium what like, happens fact, hold on the fact
1: me. that we do have like kindling and firefly firefly is huge for this deck i think because it yeah. allows you to ensure one and two you, you play a firefly on turn one and then your
2: opponent plays a Fly fighter with a brigand and the patches and then you lose <laughs> yeah no i know it's a <laughs> bad
1: again it's a bad deck <laughs> we, it, nobody's disputing that yeah, I just don't even spec- know that they're high
2: quality cards. You play a Firefly and your opponent plays four minions on turn one and then you lose the game. It's specifically the early game. It's specifically the early game and matching up
0: into other aggro decks. Um, because your, your mid game with things like Prairie and Mine- Minecraft Cruiser, which is what I'm going to call it. Um, and like Fire early Blaze Call. Like your mid game tempo swings and pressure is excellent. It's just like. I play a 1-2 on turn 1, and yeah, my opponent plays And that's your best ten. play on turn 1, by the way. And yeah, your opponent plays 10 power, and it's just like, oh. I see. <laughs> yeah. All right. Maybe, maybe... But, like, it might be, like, a Reno Priest killer type thing. Like, like, you know, be able to beat up Druids, Ramp Druid probably has a pretty rough time against it, just, like, each fatty once per turn. Like, I, I don't know. Like, it probably won't be that
2: bad. We've had Galakron Shaman be good in, like, Two years ago, but, I mean, Galakron Shaman was different though because it was, it was like Shutterwalk Shaman, but with Galakron instead of others. It played I a know. lot of elemental stuff. Like, it or, like I Iron took Storm. this whole you dissing Walking Mountain very personally. I'm over elemental okay, okay, okay. stuff still... too. Oh my god!
0: Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> nah, I mean, look, you're probably right, but I, like I said, I took it personally when you when you dissed my the one elemental I was excited about, and so now I don't want to talk about these ever. Again. <laughs> um, all right, so those were those are all the elementals. Uh we talked about trusting companions. So let's let's touch on that next. Um two mana spell, give a minion +2 +3. It's a lot of stats. If it has a minion type, draw one of that type. So you're saying like you don't even play this in your elemental deck? Um but you know, this this card would probably go really well in the other tribal deck in shaman. Um and that that is even shaman with with totems. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yep. It has that card in Nightmare Amalgam. It runs it, but this is just better because it draws the card from your deck, not a randomly generated one. Like this is just better Nightmare Amalgam, right?
0: Yeah. Um I mean it doesn't go as wide, it doesn't discount the giga totem or the thing from below like an amalgam does, right. but um it has charge damage and you draw, like you said, is better. So I think it's about equal. But amalgam is good. Right. So we play it. <laughs> would, you, yeah, would you play right. four of them? You're not playing them, yeah, are you? Yeah I'd, yeah, I'd play another amalgam for sure. Yeah. Play like eight of them. <laughs> yeah, like we have some room. We're still. I think. I think. Uh, I think this will make it twenty-eight good cards. I think we're. It's just uh, I think there's one card off at this point.
2: Getting there. Just, just yeah. what we needed. Even Shaman to keep getting better. Hell yeah! No, um, I mean it's funny because yeah. all the bots aren't going to pick it up for another six months, so you know it's fine. <laughs> um, Look, as soon
0: as they get on, as soon as they knock off Jolly Roger and Pirate Rogue off their list, they'll be cruising with the Even
2: Shaman. They they have recently added Ancient Totem to the to the bot list, so we, we we're making progress. <laughs> it, it took a while, but we we're making progress. Um, all right, let's talk about Amphibious Elixir, 2 mana Nature Spell, Restore Five Health. Um. It says restore five health. I'm assuming that's to like anything, right? Mm-hmm. Like it can be minions. Um, nature tag, plus you get to discover a spell. Eh, bad. Yeah, renew, but bad. Yeah, yeah. Two mana. That's twice the amount of mana. Uh, Cactus cutter. Two mana 2, two merlock. Battle cry: draw a spell. If you cast it this turn, gain plus one plus two and taunt. Battle cry: draw a spell. It's like primal dungeoneer ish ish very very ish um upside this has the murloc tag in murloc shaman you use this to draw your nothing or your everything is awesome and then this becomes a 3-4 with taunt that you because you're also playing the buff spell on top of that like the buff spells are the best cards in the murloc shaman deck so does the the comeback of another tribal shaman deck
1: probably not but like this card is probably good in that deck for that exact that's a Pretty Much said exactly what I was thinking when I saw the script. It's but like Murloc Shaman has bigger problems than, than drawing the buff spells. Um,
0: yeah, I don't think it's great. Um, like I think I wouldn't run nothing, I think I would make this purely an everything car, yeah. but I don't even, yeah, I, I don't even know if that. I don't know. Uh, I've heard some people toss the idea around of playing this in even shaman. I think it's actually really bad in even shaman, but I just thought I'd just touch on that because you know other
1: people disagree. Oh, so. because you hit the zero mana spells and then
2: yeah. yeah. Are people yeah. not playing totally totems? Sidetrack on even shaman with. And we're talking about new cards, yeah. Not about old stuff. Totally totems and even shaman seems good, right? Uh, I haven't pe- seen it. People aren't
0: playing it. I think it's very good. Yeah. <laughs> so like. Like, I think you, you make it when you've overload cards. You cut the crackle and whatever. Yeah, I mean, it
2: just doesn't work well with this Cactus Cutter as well. So, just, that's yeah. why I brought it up. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dehydrate. Three mana spell. No no tag on it. So, it's just a three mana. Lifesteal. Deal four damage to a minion. Quick draw. Cost one. So, I think Tidal Surge is one of the most changed cards in, in Hearthstone history as well. Weird card to, to have that many changes. But that can also deal face. So, for the trade off of not being able it can't even hit phase. All right. God. Yeah. This is just power crept title surge. Um, because mm, no. Saddle
0: awesome. no. surge, th- surge deals five now.
2: Yeah.
0: Bro, did they and make another the change nature, that I
2: didn't yeah. know about in Caverns of yeah, Time? Yeah, for Caverns. <laughs> yeah. All right. My- you know what? I'm not even going to cut this bit. Dehydrate compared to title surge. Yay or nay? Yeah. Nah,
1: it's I don't better, think so. Like, the- It's a better card when you top-deck it, but it, like nobody's playing title Surge, so what does it matter?
0: Yeah, and the of removal can be a little situational, so I don't know. I don't know, it's a good card if you top-deck it. <laughs> I mean, it's a quick-draw card, it's a good card if you top-deck it. That's like my entire like, sum-up of the expansion.
2: <laughs> oh, Yo, primal. I would say you could Primal Dungeoneer into this, and it'd be sweet, but then it doesn't even have the nature tags, so you can't. ah
0: damn it i got excited for a second i was like oh that sounds sick let's do that damn it
2: yeah not a nature spell unfortunately all right Uh, speaking of this is a nature spell you have giant tumbleweed with three exclamation points hard to get excited (laughs) about this card though so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna yell it seven mana spell deal six damage to all minions summon a six six tumbleweed i mean removal with a body seems like those cards are not bad um Seven mana cards, though, sometimes bad. Um, is this card one of those that is bad? Yes. Um,
0: yeah, it's expensive. I mean, it's good. Like, it's like harmonic. It's like a better priest harmonic spell. Like, it's a it's a good removal cut for sure. I think it's Minds a me, like, good
2: removal spell it's, just, it's also seven mana.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does cost seven mana, doesn't it? I mean, when he plays in the Highlander Shaman, Ruffle's shaking his head. I'm thinking maybe. <laughs> I'm comparing it to like the Priest Dragon, um, the Highlander Dragon, the seven mana six six Discover a Dragon, deal AoE to all minions. So it's like the same when body. You put you it like get,
2: that. Like
0: you don't get a dragon. It's not that bad for a class like Shaman. It doesn't have otherwise good clears necessarily.
2: What, eh? But Reno Shaman has Lightning Storm. You probably are still playing Flerkel Talks because it is. Mm, and Pop. then what else? And then you have buffed Devolve. volcano. You have Buffed volcano. Oh, uh,
0: oh no, buff volcano. <laughs> what is buff volcano? Buff- volcano got buffed.
2: That is a card that I do, <laughs> it, it only overloads you one now instead of two. Oh
0: okay. Yeah. I just try to play this. This is a bigger tempest when you get the six six.
2: No, I agree. Like I mean, when you compare it to volcano as your like third best removal spell, then like all of a sudden this looks a lot better. Right, for your Rena Shaman, yeah. and people are going to play Rena Shaman because they already do. Plus, it's got a Highlander payoff card that
1: we're about to talk about, so I can yeah. see it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Ruffle really disagrees, just making a face. I, if you need board clears in a turn seven is not, yeah, time for it.
2: we don't play Psychic Scream anymore in this format. It, that's, of what of sudden, I, it, very that's what I'm that's what I was going story. to
1: bring up, like it. There's a reason we don't play Psychic Scream as well, and it's because it's that simply is, too slow. That is so... Yeah, That is the best possible 7-mana removal spell you could ask for, and it is unplayable. That's fair.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Imagine going back in time four years and telling people that Psychic Scream will not be changed, and that card will be unplayable. That is... The times that that's, we live in. That's wild. Ha ha. Ha ha. All right, anyways, with that, let's talk about the new card. Dr. Holiday, Reno Shaman Payoff, 5-mana, 4-5, Battlecry. If your deck has no duplicates, equip the Staff of 9 Frogs. So the Staff of 9 Frogs is a, a weapon, 2-mana, or not 2-mana, two 2-attack, two 9 durability. Um, after your hero <laughs> attacks, summon a 1-1 one, one Frog with Taunt. Each Frog is bigger than the last. So your first swing summons a 1-1, one, one. your second swing summons a 2-2, two, two. Gross. i've seen some discussion out there that people think this card is not bad please tell me that they are crazy and that this card is good because i think this card is very good for rena shaman
1: Well yeah no it, I, i'm confused by the way you stated that but yeah no this card's good
2: people <laughs> out there say this card sucks i think this card is really good please tell me that i am right and they are wrong okay i have not
1: heard anyone well i'm sure there are people that have said it's bad but like it's geramicus <laughs> but without having to press the button like at five mana, um, that it is literally infinite
2: tempo, not inf- literally infinite, but it's like actually infinite tempo because, the yeah, game like is going it's,
1: it's an absurd card. The only concern that I do have for it is the psychopaths that are still running sticky finger in their deck, and like <laughs> it's just gonna make me rage quit. But like uh, the card is absurdly good,
0: it's very, very strong. Uh, I like it a lot, so yeah, I mean. If you wanna, I mean, there's kind of some cute synergy stuff with the Wind Fury cards that you have because like they accelerate the frog basically. So like whether you're playing the new Brukhan, uh, sorry, the new the um, new Alakir, give it Wind Fury, that's kind of neat. Or you could play it with Inara. Like Inara is not a terrible card by itself and helps accelerate, but I don't know, just by itself, like without even jumping through hoops, this card's really, really good.
2: All right, never mind, I, I've changed my opinion and I think this card sucks because Raffle brought up the whole sticky finger thing and I know there are people <laughs> out there still playing sticky fingers and when your opponent steals this and hits you with it and you'll realize how busted it is but then they have it and you don't and then you're going to hate it So It's
0: yeah.
2: actually so good It yeah. is That's so great. good so I, yeah. Also I think it is important to note um, because in Reno Shaman you're going to have the ability to like bounce this and, and replay it your your new weapons will restart at one they're specific to the yeah. weapons they're not gonna you
1: cannot go past like a nine nine frog um, it's not a jade situation it it's an internal count not an external one yeah.
3: mm-hmm.
1: all right that being
2: said shaman set you you guys depressed me a little bit about walking mountain but in general the set i think is a lot better than some of the other classes that we've talked about cough cough mage cough cough rogue so
1: yeah it, no, it got some pretty quality cards for sure.
0: Uh decent. It, it It's okay. I hope the elemental stuff is better than I'm expecting. Hopefully. Hopefully.
2: All right. Last but not least, let's talk about some warlock cards. Let's talk about Fracken. Uh the the card yeah. it is. Uh one mana spell. Look at the bottom three cards of your deck. Draw one, destroy the others. Um so before I guess we should start talking about these. Warlock has a I don't want to say parasitic mechanic, but it's got a, a mechanic unique to this expansion um, related to Barrels of Sludge. And so Barrels of Sludge are these spells that get added to your hand or shuffled into your deck at specific places um, that say when this is played, discarded, or destroyed, deal three damage to the lowest health enemy. And so with fracking, what you're doing is you're gonna you're going to potentially put Barrels of Sludge on the bottom of your deck. And then you can do this, where you'll look at the bottom three. Draw the good card, destroy your barrels of sludge, which will pew pew do damage. And so, for one mana, I know it requires a bunch of other support pieces. Um, seems pretty good though, like, upside of potentially dealing six damage.
1: It's also just one mana, draw one because destroying is irrelevant in 99% of your matchups, right? Right, yeah, like, especially from the bottom of your deck, it's meaningless. But the bottom of the deck is the same as the top of your deck unless you're dredging or doing deck manipulation, so it doesn't really matter. Um That said, Warlock doesn't have a problem with drawing, so like outside of this very specific thing, I'm not sure that that's a thing it wants to do.
3: Uh yeah, I
1: mean if you're doing yeah, just like get through the deck stuff, right. like with bristle back and, yeah. and and stuff like that. Deck thinning is the the reason to do it mm, yeah
0: um it's pretty good like it's pretty good for that purpose <laughs> they're very efficient so i i like it yeah uh, i love Altar of fire except one-sided but i get a card right
1: um, i mean it's it's better than Altar of fire for that reason because you get a card yeah yeah
2: all right uh we're gonna lump the next two minions together here because they are both barrel of sludge support pieces uh, so we have Disposal Assistant, 2-mana, 3-2, Battlecry, and Deathrattle. Put a Barrel of Sludge on the bottom of your deck. And then we have Sludge on Wheels, 3-mana, 1-5 with Rush. Whenever this takes damage, get a Barrel of Sludge and add one to the bottom of your deck. So it adds one of those 2-mana spells to your hand and on the bottom. Um, barrels of Sludge. Woo! Um, I mean, if you're if you're doing stuff that... I, I think this is probably going to be a standard deck more than anything else. Um, but yeah. Uh, Popgar the Putrid 4 mana legendary Your fell spells cost 1 less So it's a 4 mana 2 6 minion Your fell spells cost 1 less So your barrels of sludge are also fell spells They cost 1 less And have life steal so when you deal the damage with your barrels You gain life as well Battlecry get 2 barrels of sludge If we ignore all of the other stuff And we just look at that first line Your fell spells cost 1 less How interesting is that? You can see the smoke coming out of my, my co host ears as they think about that. Um
0: <laughs> not good. I yeah. mean.
2: Yeah.
0: Foul spells are kind of there's not really a lot you can do with them.
2: No. <laughs> okay. So Popcar very much limited to the barrel of sludge deck then is what I'm
1: And even good. then, like you can't even play the barrels of sludge immediately that you get from hand because they cost one mana still even with the reduction.
2: Um, just make two of
1: I mean I, I don't know I'm kind of like thinking about like if you
0: play Popgar in like a Reno deck right and you would basically just make it a turn six play like four mana uh, sorry six mana two six deal three twice teal six um, I guess that's better than
2: Drathir and people used to play that that,
0: that. seems pretty alright I think I think you could play this in a
2: Reno deck for sure Is Reno Warlock the new handbuff Paladin in Reno Mage? No.
1: <laughs> it's the old one.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh,
0: yeah, uh, do we do we think there's any nutty OTK you'll be able to do with this? With like that's that's why squad? I asked you about
2: I, that first line. I couldn't find anything.
0: I couldn't think of anything. At least so. I don't know. I, I think it's just a standalone good thing. And like you put
2: in standalone good cards in like Reno Lock, and then you lose games. love that um get at us down in the comments if there's a combo with popgar that we're missing here um last but not least for this whole sludge stuff we have waste remover four mana seven seven demon with downside at the end of your turn destroy the bottom three cards of your deck we are past the point where a four mana seven seven is good so yeah well past it but what if your four mana seven seven also randomly dealt three damage or potentially drew you cards still no uh, how's it drawing yeah. your cards? with the next card that we're about to talk about <clears throat> getting ahead of myself <laughs> um that's not terrible like if
0: i don't know you play disposal assistant on two and then you play the the location that makes a rush copy of a minion on three and then you play this on four and then you, that's that's pretty good um, sounds like instead. a nutty
2: standard deck yeah
0: yeah really good instead
2: yep yeah. okay. <laughs> um all right let's talk about the the kind of interesting destroy kind of card here though which is furnace fuel uh four mana fire spell whenever this is played discarded or destroyed draw two cards corp has a question
0: Oh, is there any even lock payoffs that, like, get a lot better without cards in your deck? Because, like, if you just play us on curve and
1: even uh, lock, maybe... 6-6, six, six. Baron Scavenger. Six.
0: Oh, Scavenger. Huh. Because I was just thinking about, like, Waste Remover in that deck as well. The, because, I know, maybe... honestly, I
1: like Scavenger and even lock already just because of the aggressive tapping that you're doing.
0: Mm. So,
2: I don't know. I, it's I just a bit, yeah, no,
1: that's, that's a big number. <laughs> like, 7-7 seven, seven is the kind of card that an even lock wants
2: yeah spending four mana on it hmm. yeah
1: anyway. spend four mana on eight eights all the time
2: you're spending
0: four mana, I'm spending three mana dog or zero and if if the think? waste river sticks for one turn like six cards like your scavenger is going to be active bloody quick <laughs> so uh, i don't know yeah
2: all right let's circle back to, to furnace fuel though four mana fire spell whenever this is played discarded or destroyed draw two cards Kind of seems like Candagul Dan ask, right? Because you could discard it, but you could also blow it up with all the other cards that we've talked about. Alternatively, like you could play it, but yeah. Mill does
1: mill count as destroyed? No, I don't think so. I would guess not. Okay. Like you right. mean you overdraw? You, what, mill. Well, I was th- I was thinking if you just like intentionally
0: milled, like I, I don't know, just. Uh... Just wondering. I was thinking even lock and you just kept ten cards and then you just milled it and then just like kept digging through, to be honest. But yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Are we excited anyway. about Furnace fuel though?
2: You just oh, yeah. support.
0: Sorry. I kinda of, I feel like I just like killed the momentum on this. Um this card's <laughs> awesome. Like I, I love Quite this card. So. I think this card's I think this card's so sick. Like I I absolutely love it with um uh, with fracking uh in those like fatigue style questline decks uh I
1: think it's awesome, yeah, that's why I don't love the card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, all right, nothing to
2: add'cause i i'm in the same boat as raffle here <laughs> so you know really i i, think as this in, like, a I don't i don't want to think about fatigue questline warlock and so i don't wanna oh okay well so, yeah. you're you're on, on, on your own here dude you've been on you've been alone on this podcast about questline warlock for like, three years at this point. It's, it's all you, brother. Okay. Yeah. I'll play it. I know, I know you will. Uh, I don't... It'll probably be fine. I don't want to think about it. Though. I don't, I don't want to talk about it. Um. All right. Let's talk about excavating, though. Warlock, another excavate class. You've got Smokestack. Deal one damage to a minion. If it dies, excavate a treasure. So, Mortal Coil, but excavate instead of draw. You have Moarg Drill Fist. Four mana, four five mech demon taunt battle, excavated treasure and then your big payoff is a legendary this time tram conductor gary seven mana four four battle cry if you've excavated twice summon six three three tram cars with rush so very uh soul master solia i think is her name uh from demon hunter back in the day uh do we know what oh the the legendary is the or the excavate legendary payoff is the uh, Something snake Uh, It's like a 5-5 Can't find it on the legendary I, I'll look for it but it's, It uh, it's a steals 10 health from the yeah. opponent or... It steals 10 health and gains you 10 health I guess that, that is the stealing part Um, But that basically means that your opponent Like if they play a Reno Only heals back up to 20 Because it caps their health at 20 Caps yours at 40 and or 45 um, But yeah Are we excavating a warlock? We haven't been excavating in any class so far
1: is Warlock the exception? I think Warlock does have some wild potential. I don't think it'll be as good as like other things that you can do in Warlock, but like you can copy the Smokestack with the, uh, the one-mana minion, and get a lot of uh, additional copies of Smokestack, and just kind of rely on that, hitting your tour guides, kobolds, and whatever the fell copier is to excavate reliably. I think Jerry is one of the better payoffs for Excavating multiple times, even if he's at seven mana. That's probably too much for a wild deck, but it's a strong standard card. Um, the one card I'm not super high on is the Drill Fist, just because it again, Death Rattle. But, like, you can use the, um, the, I don't know, the Cable Rat, um... The new the cobalt miner, and that has one health, so you can play that, excavate, kill it with the smokestack as well, Raise dead, repeat. Um so you can rush down that uh that treasure really quickly, and then you can do silly things like play it into Zola and then Bran it the next time, and the opponent just kind of dies without being able to heal through the damage. Um and the fact that it's like The fact that it gets you to a win condition that closes out the game or has the potential to close out the game makes it a lot more appealing in a format like wild than some of the other like value generating um, like payoff cards or like legendary treasures that you get. So for that reason, it's probably the most for all of those reasons, really, it's probably the most hopeful in terms of uh, being able to be a deck in the format now all that said i don't think it'll be super strong i would hope not because that's an incredibly toxic combo but it's playable
0: yeah i i really had a good look at what we could do with this because um like the the payoff is insane um and we also get some like like the fact that we do have like grave defiler with smokestack is obviously again like i kind of mentioned it at the very top of the show with like scale and um the legendary dragon and druid like that is a synergy that is not meant to exist you're not meant to be able to play grave defiler with smokescreen and get like very very cheap more excavated treasures um so like if you can get up to that four and get that legendary treasure that's awesome you can preload discounting on it with something like kindling elemental like uh that's kind of something cute that you could do to try and set up that like brand payoff uh combo the problem is that's only 20 damage and most hearthstone decks play with 30 so it's like (laughs) where does the extra damage come from uh how can you cheaply consistently quickly get a second copy of the of the legendary payoff, like Rays Dead is a good one, but like how consistent is that? Um and so there's 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 issues. Like there's a lot of awkwardness I I, I found when trying to build the deck, but very, very interesting for sure, mostly because of that grave defile or smokestack uh synergy specifically.
2: Alright. So it seems like you guys are kind of confident in that this is like the one excavate set that'll have I
1: potential think, in in Wild. So I think uh maybe Death Knight is the second closest, but and that's oh. um yeah, that's not a so, so just, just, just Warlock, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well just because you have the recurring value off of a off of a minion and that's something. Yeah. Uh but yeah, just warlock. Just warlock, yeah. Yeah, I think I think warlock we'll if it, it,
0: the, the the problem with the other ones Is that they're more like value piles Where this is more like There's a real path for it to be A very good combo deck potentially right. There's a
2: wincon baked into it Rather than just piles of cards Yeah you don't
1: have to go hunting for anything yeah.
2: Alright uh, Warlock set as a whole right? It sounds like we're higher on the X-Wade stuff Like I just mentioned Seems like the Sludge stuff doesn't seem like The worst thing In the world I mean, Pop Guard's okay. Furnace Fuel seems uh, okay.
1: I think most of the sludge stuff is probably not going to make it in Wild. Yeah. But it if seems like all. Pop just a good enough card, maybe, from
2: the discussion we were having. I'm not convinced.
0: Yeah, I'm not like super into it. I mean, like I think it'll be probably fine in Reno Lock, but yeah, like nothing special. Everything's um, fine in Rena Lock, uh, reno lock. <laughs> except Arena <laughs> Lock. Um, yeah, I don't hey, know the the sets... The, the deck's fine. Okay, come on. The Warlock, the Warlock set is also kind of just fine, much like luck. It's whatever. Um, I, I mean, Furnace Fuel, I think, is going to be one of the cards that may feature in the, um, you know, our, our predictions and wrap-ups podcast, not to give too much away, but I think I'm very high on that card. But apart from that, I, I don't know. It's one of the more interesting sets, I think. All
2: right. Just to kind of recap, I think Druid is the class that at least I'm the most excited about of all the seven classes that we talked about today. Yeah. Um, Seems like it's the one that has some actual, real wild potential in driving, um, or reviving, uh, you know, some archetypes. So kind of excited about that. I think at least each class has, maybe mage is the exception here, has at least at least one card that is interesting slash going to see some, some. Okay, mage and rogue. Sorry, we're just gonna go there. Okay. Oh, demon hunter has. A card at least two cards druid we talked about druid hunter has the legendary the
1: the you are being um, very optimistic here and or generous in terms of what you're calling cards i think curtis is probably fine but like the deck isn't curtis is gonna see play and bartendo pot's
2: gonna be seeing play in questline okay yeah druid 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 is druid hunter has the reno hunter legendary which i think is good and sneaky snakes which is like a playable card Am I wrong in that? Yeah, no, that's. I think that's a fair synopsis. Mage is mage. We've talked about mage at the time. Mage, mage is mage. Rogue is rogue? Question uh, mark. We haven't seen the last rogue legendary, so I'll pause on that maybe just a little bit. But and then shaman, like elementals aside, trusting companion and even shaman walking walking mountain mm-hmm. and uh, the the reno shaman. And then we just talked about some more cards. So. So just mage. Just mage.
0: Alright, just base, just mage.
2: We'll see so so the the classes, we'll see
0: where the other classes we'll see where the other classes <laughs> land once we uh, yeah. uh, get more of the I stuff think. out.
2: Yeah. Well we're missing how many classes at this point?
0: Uh Two? paladin paladin warrior. And that's uh
2: that's it, yeah. Yeah. We we did the bulk. This was the the card review episode <laughs> of the set. Two yeah. hours, seven classes. Got through, got through Woo! a bunch.
1: Yeah, yeah. For, for me, that was after a five-hour stream. Oh, <laughs> so, Ruffle. Yeah, Get it's that been a, it's been a long day. Oh, I'm so sorry.
2: All right, I think we should not keep Ruffle here any more longer any any longer than we need to. So let's let's wrap things up, um man. You would think the way that I'm speaking that I did the five-hour stream. Jeez, uh, guys, thanks for joining me. Thanks to everybody that listened all the way to the end of the massive card review episode. I appreciate you guys. For, for doing this with me thanks um let the people know where they can find you guys and uh your content for the new stuff that's coming in two-ish weeks
1: uh yeah you can hope find me hopefully not streaming for five straight hours uh unless it's like a reveal or um release date uh at twitch and youtube uh at raffle uh, both places uh, streaming simultaneously
0: and you can find more longer of my content at twitch.tv slash Corbett or Corbett Games on YouTube and Twitter.
1: Yeah, You can also
2: find Raffle at BlizzCon because he's going to be there this weekend, right? Yeah. So go, Whoa! Go, go find Raffle. Hang out with him and take pics and all that stuff. Yeah, there, okay it may be,
1: it. for a brief period on Saturday, it may be very easy to find me. Ooh. Interesting. Announcement pending. Announcement pending. Spoilers. Alright.
2: I hope. Hopefully that that's doesn't get taken away from you now that you've spoiled it on the podcast. Jeez. Um, yeah. Corb and I will be back this weekend to review the last two classes while Raffle is out there partying at BlizzCon. So, you know, we'll we'll keep that content coming, but we're not gonna go any further. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Thanks for watching, thanks for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed the card review episode. Let us know down in the comments what you guys are excited about, and we'll see you guys again next time. Later.